Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever What The Talk podcast. This is brought to you by What The Pop. Uh, this is our first ever podcast. This is episode one. Today, we're actually going to be looking into some pretty interesting gaming news only today. Uh, we will be talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, Battlefront 2 comes to an end. Shocking. Um, Call of Duty Vietnam. It's a little strange, but... And, of course, the big stuff, uh, The Last of Us, Part 2, rumors and, and leaks and stuff. And I am actually here today with, you know, a co-host today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever in our first episode, Chicken. What's up, man? The homie Chicken right here. Yeah. How's it Good going, dude? Here. How's uh, how's quarantine treating you? Hey, man, we got to just keep washing our hands. <laughs> keep washing our hands. Any, have you had any issues with that? Anything? Any problems? Hey, life's good as long as we're alive, everybody. As long as we're alive, we're good and we're kicking. And we are live in a secluded place. We're not going to say where, but we're live somewhere. Um, so we, we let's get right into it, man. Uh, Call of Duty. Uh, not Call of Duty, excuse me. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Looking, what do you think of it? Looks good, looks good. Seeing the trailer, it looks pretty good, man. I like the direction they're going with uh, the art style and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it looks pretty good for now, man. You know, I just want to see a little bit more, you know, before, you know, we can say, like, if it's going to be, a, you know, what we think it is, you know. Yeah. Or they're just going to add some new stuff to it. Is it's just going to be another, you know, Origins or something like that. You get me? Yeah, see, here's here's the cool thing about I've always I've always given Assassin's Creed credit is that they never really stick to the same, you know. It, like we we've gone through pirates, we've gone through the American Civil War, the French Revolution, uh, the you know the Greeks, the, the Romans, the uh, the Egyptian era, of course the Ita- the Ezio era. We've gone through many parts of history, but here's the thing about Assassin's Creed or any Ubisoft title game. I don't know if you feel the same, but it's hard to get hyped for a game that looks so promising. And I feel like Ubisoft has that theme for hyping us up. But then when the final product comes out, it always feels a little short. You have that issue? Yeah, I feel the same way. It's just sometimes it feels like they want to deliver on something, but they don't completely go 100 on it. Do you get me? Like they just try to they, they have these good ideas. But I feel like they all they don't always um, um, still good. It doesn't always you get me plan out the way they think it is. You get me, or I'm, I don't know if that's the way they wanna the directions they wanna keep it at. You know, but you know we'll see with this one. Seems like they really wanna make something really big with this one. You know, like they're pushing it. This can be a next gen game here. And we can see what they've been working on and see the the future of what Ubisoft's going to be doing with the next couple of games. Yeah, so going back to the cinematic trailer, man. Um, so one thing, it looks brutal. Because Vikings, like history book says, Vikings were, were ruthless. They were brutal. And, and this game shows a little brutality because in the cinematic shot, you actually see... Somebody's head comes off. Yeah, I saw that. I it, saw it. And then the question, another question is, how are they going to treat the Norse mythology with Odin and and you know, Thor? You know, not Chris Hemsworth. Maybe Chris Hemsworth. I don't think he's going to be in it, but you could only hope if you're a huge Marvel fan. But that's that's kind of the thing, you know. Like how they're going to because in 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 Odyssey, 
they kind of treated like for example the 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 cyclops they you know we know them as this giant monster that you know had one eye but in odyssey it was just this really tall dude with, who was missing an eye so another thing is like how are they gonna handle this you know this this no this mythology because we also see odin in the trailer and he has the hood over so is he an assassin is he part of it what's going on you know i see it as a good you know i see it as they could do a lot of things with this game they keep talking about this is going to be one of the games they're trying to push decisions and stuff like that you know more rpg elements i guess they're really trying to double down on it pushing down you know more decisions they're saying that you know you're gonna have a place and you have to maintain it i guess you have to feed your the people and stuff like that and build upon it you know maybe side missions and stuff like that so i see it as another bigger game you get me something that's gonna have a lot to it more than you know just another assassin's creed just another assassin people you know yeah yeah, that, that kind of does, because if when you look at the trailer and some of the notes, you know, thanks to Game Informer and all that, um, they did say that um, there's going to be like, like a, they're taking inspirations from Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a great game. The whole village thing that you have to contribute, you have to put efforts into the village, help in build, bring food, you know, stuff like that. So it's it's an interesting new idea, right? Yeah. I can see they could, it can make a if they make it better than Red Dead, it can work really good. You get me? The, the the more the more you keep your villagers happy, they can probably give you more side missions to do and maybe unlock a rare weapon or something like that. They could do a lot with it if they could if they pull it off. It'll be a cool new mechanic to the Ubisoft. You know, they could keep adding it to other games and just not just this one. Now. Here's the here's here's one thing I I don't know how you might feel I feel I might feel a little different but here's how I feel about it. Um, I feel like the RPG elements are kind of a bit too much now. You know, like I feel like it, you know like like because back then they had RPG elements but not too much. It, it wasn't heavily forced on it. Now it feels like it's heavily forced on it. So I personally would kind of like for them to go back to before, you know, when it wasn't so heavily RPG elements. Yeah. But I mean, what's your take on that? Well, I feel as more as more games are gonna keep coming out, they're gonna just get more complicated, more RPG elements, mm-hmm. more things like that. The more advanced we're getting, though, the more the complicated the games are gonna be getting. You get I me? Mean, like more systems, more everything. You know, that's what people are gonna be looking for. Yeah, we could go back to just making a simple one, but is that going to, you know, for the long run, be replayable, you know, with options and all these RPG elements, you know, different builds and stuff like that. That gives the game replay value, and I think that's what people want sometimes. Replay value and more time to play with the game, you know, more hours, put more stuff into it. You know, sometimes, sometimes being simple doesn't work anymore nowadays when it comes to, you know, the gaming industry. Um, yeah, no, yeah, uh, I think that's, because if one thing Assassin's Creed has failed on, or not failed on, but one of the things Assassin's Creed has is constantly climbing these towers or high mountains, and and some of the side missions do get a bit repetitive, so my question is, like, are, are they gonna get creative? One thing I also did hear is that, I guess every armor is gonna be different, which kinda, like, okay, well, how is it gonna be different, because... I feel like a lot of times when game developers say that, oh, this will be different. This is going to do this. This is going to do that. 
it's not always, you know, a huge difference. Yeah, I feel you. They just reskin something and say that it's, it's unique, you know. Yeah, a lot of games do that. I think it's just, you know, I guess maybe somebody likes that armor, but they just don't like the stats for it. So I think that's one reason they do that, you know. They just want to give people, like, at least the armor they like or a, a look to their character that, you know, has the same stats and stuff like that. A build they can, they, they can like, play with and stuff like that. But... You know, we'll just have to wait and see, you know, how they're going to end up making this game. Because it's, it's cool to see that um, apparently if you like an armor and you like that armor and you get armor that's stronger, you're able to to um, you're able to keep that armor and boost it up as you go or, you know, rank it up, which I think it's cool. I mean, I, I think it's a cool idea, you know, but like the thing is just like. I, I want to get excited for this game, dude. I really love what I'm seeing. I really love the story, how it's going. Oh, man, but I've, I mean, I've been let down by Ubisoft a couple of times. And, and I'm not throwing shade because I think Ubisoft is a great studio. I think it's a great developer team. You know, I think what they do is awesome work. They have awesome ideas. But, I mean, The Division, I was let down. Rainbow Six Siege, I was let down a little bit. You know, so so them as a studio, they're, they're no, like... They come back. They come a little short, but they end up making it back in the long run. But I mean, is that always a good thing, man? You know, because it's just like, you know. Well, I feel like they just need to let go a little bit of that that greed. You know, if they if this game comes out with like some microtransactions, like really, Ooh, really low, boy. You know, I, I feel. <laughs> That's going that, for the gut right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, oh, the past, they were doing boosters and stuff like that. $60. You know? Oh, man. So, I feel like they need to, you know, calm down a little bit with that stuff, you know? Make a game that people actually want to play, you know? They, they want to do the side missions. They don't want to pay something to skip the side missions, you know? Sometimes the best missions are the side missions, you get me? Like other studios do, like Bethesda, you get me, and The Witcher, you know, like they all do some good side missions, you know, that sometimes feel like they should have, they could have been easily the main quest, but you know, it's a side mission, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, effort definitely towards side missions is needed, you know. Yeah. Like we understand the main focus is the story, but you also need to put efforts because, oh man, there's nothing more painful than like playing the game and then the first thing in the main menu is already a Google Play Store saying, would you like to purchase this armor for $5? Would you like to purchase... And it's just like, oh, God. And then you start playing the game and you feel the grind. You feel that grind and you're just like, oh, come on, dude. Like, really? So I really am... I really am rooting for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, Ubisoft can make some really good games. Like, I think we all have good memories of a lot of good Ubisoft games. The only question is... Have they learned their lessons, you know? Yeah. Because... That's something we got to see. Wait and see, you know? Like, that they push, you know? I feel like with the next gen, I hope they change their ways a little bit, you know? Focus more on the gameplay stuff and stuff like that and less on the microtransactions. But, you know, the, <laughs> the place we're in, I don't think we're going to maybe see that. But only time will tell if these, you know, Ubisoft will end up, you know making the changes you know for this next gen to like prove that you know gaming can come back to you know back to to uh, its normal state instead of just oh give us money you know and we'll make the game better down the line <laughs> you know kind of thing 
Yeah, and and speed of down the line, dude. Um, we need to talk about this because I'm actually like I've been playing this. I think it's pretty it's pretty sure that I am the only one. I feel like I am the only one of all the people we know who stuck with Battlefront Two from beginning to end. Yeah. And oh my god, this thing started so much content that till this day we're still having to deal with these problems of pay to win and loot boxes and microtransactions. And we're we're we have to talk about Battlefront Two came to an end this week with the Scarif update, and that was it. I mean, I I give I give the entire team at Dice from Ben Walk, community manager, to Dennis, to everybody at EA. I give them props. They could have easily just let the game go and have it died out and make a third one. You know, third time's a charm, but they didn't. They actually stuck the grounds. They, they 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 kept going. They worked hard. They released, you know, an update that fixed all the loot boxes problems, which removed the entire loot boxes. And then once we got to the Clone Wars updates, oh, my God, the game started blooming. And now I think I think the game was one of the most hated video games of this generation and has become one of the most loved games in this generation just because of all the love and update. Can, can EA... Has EA learned something, man? What do you think? I feel like them going back, you know what I mean, like actually trying to fix this game is showing that they, they had to calm down with the greed. You know what I mean? Pushing too much. They pushed too much on this one. They they literally, if it was some other game like Panzer Zombies, I think people would have let it slide. But They we, broke the camel's back. Yeah, they messed <laughs> with Star Wars and, uh, you get know I me, mean? they messed with a franchise that people love. And a video game franchise they love. You get me? You can't mess with two things, man. <laughs> two things at you the gotta, same time. You gotta at least because that's what they did. They yeah. messed with two things, like, yeah. and it's funny because it's like <laughs> they didn't do well with Battlefront, the first EA Battlefront. Yeah, it, it, they and then they they made Battlefront two, and it was so promising. Yeah, and then when it's out, it's just like, how do you screw this up twice in yeah. a row? Do you like come on, guys? And I'm telling you, like. Once Grievous came in and the clone skins came in, and that's fine. And and I appreciate that they've made a new game mode called Supremacy, which is pretty cool. And I appreciate that they've also focused on the new era, the, the new sequel series, uh, you know, the First Order and the, and the Resistance, the Empire and the Rebellion. But, you know, yeah. if you want to switch the names to make it better, that's fine, I guess. But I really did like that. I mean, it was so cool. It's just it came to an end so shockingly. One thing that does shock me the most is that Battlefront 2 got a love treatment. Where I feel like Battlefield 5 was kind of just, you know, the side child. You know, the, the the son is drowning in the pool, but the mom is over here ready to catch the the baby girl from, you know, making sure. While the son's over here struggling. Like, that's how I see Battlefield 5, man. Well, I feel is that I think, finally, I think they're getting, like, like the games are catching up to them, you know. They're quality of you know like it's catch it's finally catching up to them that they just can't you know throw games out half baked and expect people to support them and wait for the updates to come you get me i feel like people are finally like you know they're trying to they're finally you know using their their you know they're petitioning them with their wallet saying that we're not gonna keep paying you guys to keep making half baked games you get me i feel like people are finally trying to they actually start they want EA to start making good games and they know they can because you get me respawn is that they're making good games for them and i think that's the kind of quality they want now they don't want they cannot do not i i 
I cannot say this enough. Leave Respawn alone. No. Let them do what they need to do. Yeah. Let Respawn do. Like, they delivered Jedi Fallen Order, which, from beginning to end, it's an awesome game. Uh, no spoilers, you know, if you haven't played it or anybody, but it's an awesome game all the way around. One of the, I think, Timefall 2 is one of the best games of this generation. And might go down as one of the best first-person shooters, period, ever. And then they release Apex Legends. Say what you want. You might hate the game. You might love the game. It's pretty successful. So Respawn has done well. And to give credit to other studios, Ghost Games recently re- uh, released last year Need for Speed Heat that did extremely well. Had a great story, great great everything all around. But here's the thing. Now this, this is where it hurts. EA has officially gotten rid of Ghost Games. And I've put back Criterion Games in charge of Need for Speed again. For people that are not aware, Criterion Games were the ones that created the flying mechanics in Battlefront 2. And the flying mechanics in Battlefront 2 are awesome. So this is uh, like one of the conversations I had a a while back is why can't they just leave Ghost Games to keep Need for Speed, the franchise alive, and have Criterion Games work on another Rogue Squadron game? You have the Star Wars license, why not use it? You know, it's like, why are you, you know, that's kind of like my thing. Like, dude, why are we doing this? Like, yeah, we, we don't know what they're thinking over there. <laughs> well, we know what they want, but you know what I mean? Well, their games, we're not sure. You, know I mean? you know what they want for their wallet. You know, they're trying to go for what's best for their wallet and not letting these developers, you know, you know, let them create good games. You get me? And, you know, not monetize them a lot. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if they would just, you know, let go of that greed and let them play. I mean, make, let them, you know, make them, make the games that they want, you know, without that many, like, you know, like, that many ways to not help them out, you know, like, just let them make a good game, you get me, and they'll see that they'll still make good money, you get me, like, I don't know, when they put a mark on a game saying that it has to sell this much, and if it doesn't sell this much, you get me, it's a failure. And I don't like that. I feel like they need to at least see it as that, hey, man, at least it's sold. You get me? There's a lot of people, yeah. a lot of developers out there that make a game, and they don't even get those numbers. Yeah. You get me? And they're they're still happy that they were able to sell a game. Yeah, and, and there's a saying. There's a saying I heard from uh, Michael Packer. He's uh, Michael Packer, he said this once. He said, if you can't make a game, if you, if you can't make a game that's going to have the market value of $60, you shouldn't be in the gaming industry. Yeah. And that's 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 strong. Gaming $60, it's it's already like a pretty good price for a video game, especially with all the crunch hours that, that these developers do. And it really does suck when they spend so many hours, so much time on these games, and then it comes out and it's considered a failure because of their it didn't make a certain amount of money. Yeah. So I think like we know EA. EA has delivered so many great games. Army of Two the original Army of Two, uh, say what you want to say about Devil's Cartel. Well, you like it or you may hate it. You know, I think that's up to some, some people. Some good franchises. Yeah, you know, they have some good franchises. You know, they made the old school. They made the Simpsons hit and run. Yeah. You know, they've made some great games. So I want to see EA come back swinging, man. But it's just like, like you know, it's just like seeing how Battlefield Five went, Seeing what they did with Ghost Games, it's just like my biggest. Is, I just have a scratch in my head now. It's like, what are we doing? You know, the cool thing is that Vincent, the guy that that is in charge of Respawn, is also now in charge of uh, Dice LA, which is cool. 
now you have the guys from Respawn kind of trying to take control of, of what's... And it's funny because I actually spoke to one of the guys from uh, from Respawn back at the Game Awards uh, 2019. And it's funny because one of them literally said, yeah, we're this small studio carrying this massive guy on our bags. And it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> it's true, man. Like, it's it's very true. So I'm not going to say who that developer was but or who who the who the worker was but no i mean it's 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 true man it, it's true i think i want ea to come back swinging i want ea to take the fight to cd project and 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 rockstar games because when everybody does well in the in- industry we all win we all get good games yeah. to play we you know the business business blooms you know playstation and xbox and nintendo everybody's doing well yeah. so we i i don't like seeing studios fail i i think that kind of just it upsets me, you know. It's like, oh man, like you, this is such a great idea, and you didn't, you know. And I understand sometimes it's budget, but when it comes to sometimes like EA and all that, it's like you're letting your 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 money, you're yeah. you're, you're, you're you're missing the point of the gaming. Yeah, they just know? they just like to hurt themselves. They they don't they they want it to just go one way. They don't they don't want to say like no, let's change it, you know, for the good. They just like we want it our way, and that's it. And, and you know. And they're willing to drop studios, you get me, just because they didn't meet, you know, their expectations and stuff. Instead of saying, like, how can we help them make a better game or how, you know, what was the problem with this game? Instead of just, oh, let's just get rid of them altogether, you know, like, and just hire a new studio, you know. I feel like that doesn't help. You you help to help the studios, you know, get better, you know, not just let them fall, you know. You know, like, if you look at DICE, you know, like, from... The old, you know, battlefields all the way to Battlefield One, you know, that everybody says is pretty good, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can see the the how they kept building upon each other. like each game was getting better and better. You get me, you know, with with everything like mechanic wise and gameplay wise. Where you know, if you just drop a studio, like, <laughs> so you're not gonna, you know, how are you gonna help them become better? You get me? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. There's because like. It hurts, dude. It hurts that the that they shut down Ghost Games. It hurts. It hurts me as a huge Need for Speed fan because a as Need for Speed under the Criterion under it, it wasn't Need for Speed. It was it was Burnout. That's all it really was, and it wasn't the best. And yeah, Need for Speed Rivals that was Ghost's first game, and and yeah, I, I see why some people don't like it. It was okay. It was fun, but Need for Speed Fifteen. That's when Need for Speed kind of came back. And then payback, you know, payback they didn't do any any better, but they didn't do any less. It just continued the same formula. But then Need for Speed, he really made brought Need for Speed back. It's back on the map. So with Criterion taking over, scratches the head, and it and so the future of EA is a little blurry right now. But one thing somebody did ask me, they said, Battlefront Two has ended. No more, no more updates. No more everything. That's cool. You know, it ended with the Scarif update. Yeah. A map we fans have been asking for, but somebody asked me, "Do I want a Battlefront three? Do you think a Battlefront three is needed?" I feel like with the, this last game, if they're actually gonna make another Battlefront, I feel like they really have to really double down here. You know, it has to come out a full game, and no bullshit from the start. You get me? Like it has to be no microtransactions and stuff. Like, the pay-to-win, pretty much. No pay-to-win. And they do that again, you know, that's showing that they're not learning, you know. They, they need to see it that, you know, people want to play a game. You know, if you want to give them a little grind, yeah, people like a little grind. But if you turn it into a second job, you know, or 
you know, you just getting killed by players that are just overpowered. You know, that people aren't having fun. You get me? If they're trying to play an online game, you get me? Sometimes it's it's, it's about the fun factor, too, you know, not just... Yeah, because it is a little upsetting when, when you hop on a game and uh, some dude chopped 100 bucks and he's yeah. bidding everybody. And, and I remember playing when it came out and I think this player dropped so much money and Darth Maul was just wrecking everybody. We could not get that guy. That guy was literally Darth Maul from, like, the second he played, he got Darth Maul. Which was, like, the first, like, four minutes, not even four minutes, like, the first, like, one minute of the game. He got Darth Maul through the rest of the game. And some matches take about ten minutes. This guy was Darth Maul the whole time. He had, like, 50-something kills. It literally, like, it literally took Luke Skywalker, Rey, and Han Solo to take out this Darth Maul. With the support of the clones, because it, it was a assault on Thede, to take on this Darth Maul player. But my God, his cards were purple, and we're talking this his his star cards were were purple, the highest color there is. And I'm, I'm I kid you not, the game had only been like out for like eight hours. That is insane. I doubt that guy grinded the game that fast. And and, and to the question, because I I was also asked this question: Do I want a Battlefront three? Shocking to saying no, I don't. I really don't want it. I I I kind of think like Battlefront first, the first Battlefront they made was was meh, yeah. and then the second time was like, oh, come on guys. So with this one, with a third one, it's kind of like I I don't because it's like, are we gonna repeat the cycle here? We might as just like I I, yeah. I respect what they did. I love what they did with Battlefront two. I don't think I would want a, a Star Wars game. At least another Battlefront game from EA. Uh, I don't think... I, I, I think it's... If, if they're going to do more Star Wars games, I think it's better for them to... You know, to... Uh, to come up with a new IPs. You know, literally make a... Another Jedi Fallen Order, which I heard they might be coming on the way. We're not too sure on that. Don't call me on that. Well, call me on that, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, I heard, but I... You know, it's it, we don't know. We're, it's, it's, it's a rumor, so you guys can't really... You know, grain of salt there, but I don't want another Battlefront game. I I, I love it. I appreciate what they did with this. I just don't want to get hyped because I get hyped for Star Wars games, man. But yeah, and it, it's it's a kick in the in the, in the nuts when, yeah, yeah. when it just and, and then and, and like one thing they did not do was give you know Starfighter Assault support, and the Starfighter Assault was amazing. Mm-hmm. Their their space mechanic was fun, and the one thing that still bugs me to this day, man. Is is that BB that Poe Dameron, the one of the trios from the new series was looked over BB-8. Literally, Poe Dameron was looked over BB-8, which so, is it's a playable hero, right? <laughs> yeah, which is like uh, like you could only get Poe Dameron as as Black One in, in Starfighter Soul, and, and it's a little like ah oh, man, really. But I mean, I understand why they did it. You know, yeah. you know, there's Star Wars fans all around. Some people like to play as droid, but if you have not played Battlefront Two. I guarantee you, you're in for some, you're in for some comedy seeing BBA take on Darth Vader. Yeah. You're in for some yeah. comedy, man. And it, and it's so funny when everybody's trying to get this one little powerful BBA, and nobody could get him. And it's just like even even Sidious has to run from BBA how powerful this little guy is. But with speaking of speaking of speaking of shooters, um, I it's a shocker. But I, I don't know why it's a shocker to me, but there's another Call of Duty game apparently in, 
coming. And it's, it's, for some reason, it shocks me because apparently it's called Call of Duty Vietnam. But some are saying it's a Call of Duty, it's another Black Ops game. Uh, it's, a, it's a continuation, so it's Black Ops 5, I believe. I think that's, but then I also heard it's a Black Ops reboot or a prequel. So we don't know what it is, but it's called Call of Duty Vietnam. I don't know why this shocked me to find out that there's another Call of Duty game because the fact that Call of Duty Modern Warfare is doing well. Like, this is doing pretty dang good. Yeah. I see it as, like, I don't think people even call them by their names anymore, man. They gotta be saying Call of Duty 2020, you know, (laughs) or 2021 now. I feel like that's how it's gonna keep going from now on, you know. They're just gonna keep throwing out these games out, man. And I just feel like... It looks like if it is Vietnam or which, whichever game they're going to be doing, I hope that, you know, they actually get enough time to finish the games, you know. Because, you know, with Modern Warfare, I, I like it. It's pretty good. But I still feel like it's an incomplete game. I've been I've been playing the hell out of that yeah. game. I've been hooked on that game. I have so many games to play. I have Borderlands 3, Control, uh, Doom, Doom, but... I'm still stuck on, on, on Call of Duty, but let me let me tell you why I'm shocked there's another Call of Duty game coming because they released Modern Warfare that did extremely well for them. It's a great game all around. Uh, even the multiplayer is fun to play. Uh, the Warzone, again, hate it or love it, you know, whatever. They released a Warzone that's free for all players. Even if you don't have Modern Warfare, you can still play it. You can download it on the Xbox and PlayStation. I don't think Nintendo, but, you know, Depends what 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 day or what year you're hearing this podcast, but as of now, it's not available on Nintendo. But I'm shocked because, like I said, they've released two things, and then they're they're going to release another Call of Duty game this year. Like, yeah, I guess I I think this was the perfect game for them to take a massive break because they're still going to keep going. Well, gaming for years to come, you can tell people are still going to be into it. Yeah, I feel that that's the reason they're doubling down on this one. I feel like maybe the next one is just it's just gonna be like people are already gonna be saying it's just another Call of Duty, and if it doesn't match at least what Modern Warfare is doing, then people are just gonna stick with Modern Warfare. And since Modern Warfare doesn't have a roadmap or anything, it's just gonna be free DLC. They're gonna support it and maybe until you know people aren't playing it no more. So that means it could be this Call of Duty can last longer than the rest. You get me? The other ones they always have a roadmap of three DLCs, fifteen dollars a pop or whatever, and a bunch of microtransactions. Yeah, I mean, people are already getting sick of that. But here, you know, they finally did something different where all the DLCs are free, so they're not breaking the community. They're keeping everybody together. The free first, maps. The first yeah. cross-platform to everybody's <clears throat> playing together, you know what I mean? They're keeping the community together this time around, and they want everybody to be playing this. So they're not going to just drop a game that they finally have a grip on something good. You get me? They're going to want to keep it going keep the keep the game going keep it updated everything you know give it everything they got with this one so that's why i feel that you know that's why i feel like with the next game you know i don't know we haven't heard much about it so we how do we know this next game it's gonna do the same you get me a lot of content free content you get me a battle royale all this stuff you the thing we gotta look at modern warfare is like it's doing a lot right now and i think it's gonna keep doing a lot for every like the months to come in, you get me them. Even if people say this is just a one year, I feel like it's not gonna be a one year Call of Duty. It's gonna be like multiple years if it does good. If Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes to an end, it's because players will start hopping on the new new next gen systems that are coming. Yeah, 
And if Activision doesn't make a PS5 or Xbox uh, Series X, sorry, I was going to say one, but if they don't make a Series X version of Modern Warfare, this one, the present one, I feel like it's just going to be left to die, which is sad because it's it's really good. Like the gunsmiths, it's like it's a really cool game all around. And the fact that they're bringing in, they brought in Ghost as an operator. We're just missing soap at this point. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's cool, but. Going back to Call of Duty Vietnam or Black Ops, he, he, this is what somewhat excites me about it. The title, Vietnam. Yeah. I think everybody that knows me, that you know that knows me, knows I'm a sucker for Vietnam. Yeah. I mean, the whole walking through through these, through these the jungle while Jimi Hendrix along the Watchtower plays in the background or the good old flying, flying over the jungle while listening to Fortune. I mean, I'm a sucker for that. I love that era. I, I love the whole Vietnam era. That is the only thing that gets me excited about it. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like Call of Duty hasn't done a full Vietnam yet. No. Like Black Ops 1 was just pieces of Vietnam, but it wasn't fully. You know, It was more about the Cold War and stuff like that. And there's a lot of conflicts in Vietnam, man. Like, there's a lot of people that, you know, that were sadly hurt during the Vietnam War that yeah. were v- Vietnamese. So... Getting their perspective view, kind of like what they did with the Modern Warfare game, it's also a, a good idea for them to do, you know? Yeah, I just see Vietnam as a... It has a lot of style. I think that's why it, it would look cool when, as a Call of Duty game. With the guns, the you know, the customization that the soldiers used to do, you know, to their helmets and stuff like that. Like, it just... It had a cool vibe to it, you get me? Yeah. But Call of Duty has not done one, you get me? They already did World War Two to death, you get me? They already did on uh, the modern warfare to death. You gave me the advanced of all. You already know it's just uh, it's they all went, running, right? Yeah, went infinite yeah. already. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah that's we don't. I don't nobody. I don't think anybody wants to see the advance. The advance, no. In a very long, no long way. I, I don't think nobody wants to see it in a very long time. Vietnam is cool. I like Vietnam because, yeah. like I said, there's so many conflicts that happened during the Vietnam War. You know, it, it, you know they were innocent. Farmers that were hurt during this conflict, nate bombs flying everywhere. You know, some of these soldiers didn't even die because of the enemy shot them. Some of them died because they fell into a trap, you know, which is, it could really make for a good horror type style Call of Duty game. So you just wanted like a really dark, dark Call of Duty on this one, huh? Like yeah. Don't, don't hold the punches. Please. Yeah, don't, don't hold the punches, man. Yeah. Don't hold the punches because... If you Google the horrors of Vietnam, oh my God, there's so much crap going on there. There's just, yeah. just deaths, children died, children, so many kids died. I mean, and I want Call of Duty Vietnam to be that, that game that gives us gamers a history lesson. Again, like like it's been somewhat in the past with some of the old Call of Duty games. That's kind of what I want from from Vietnam, you know, to be this history lesson that once we see real life war veterans that fought in Vietnam, we can kind of have more respect for them. Yeah. Because they got the shorthand of the stick, man. They got sent somewhere where they were not prepared to fight in a conflict. So Call of Duty Vietnam is interesting. I just, I don't want to see it. It could be a good way for for, uh, Call of Duty to get back to story modes. You get me? Slowly, yeah. they said no more story modes, and they're slowly trying to bring them back again. They're noticing yeah. that there is a big community for the stories. There always has been. Yeah. You so, know? You get me? I feel like them getting rid of a story mode, you get me, is what 
Call, Call of Duty where it is today. You get me? It wasn't a battle royale. It wasn't multiplayer when they first came out. It was a story mode game. You know? It was a story mode game. Yeah, and, so, and I think going back to Modern Warfare, I think how people praise uh, the story in that one tells you that yeah, Call of Duty does need a story. People do play the stories, and people do love the the stories they tell when they really put their efforts into it. You know? Yeah. And that's that's cool, but. When it comes to Call of Duty Vietnam, that's supposed to be the one that's coming. And we're going to be calling it Call of Duty Vietnam because we don't know. And that's the title somebody told me it was. But so I want it. <laughs> 2020. Call of Duty Call Vietnam. Of Duty 2020. 2020. But here's the thing. I don't want Call of Duty Vietnam in 2020. I want Call of Duty Vietnam at least in 2021. I get you. That's at least in 2021. Because that gives on. the team time to really make a good Call of Duty game. Yeah. And it still gives us time to really enjoy Modern Warfare because when you're really enjoying a game and then they just drop another one, it's like, it's kind of like FIFA, you know, like soccer games. It's like another one. Like, yeah. hey, what's the difference? You know, Ronaldo is no longer in Real Madrid or like that's literally why you're charging me $60 just because you're going to remove Ronaldo yeah. from Real Madrid and put him in, in another soccer. You know, it's like. Or you're gonna charge me sixty dollars for a new year, so that's kind of what I want from Call of Duty Vietnam. Well, that's that's the problem with Activision right now is that they're gonna keep doing that. You get me? They can release that's all they good, have. Yeah, if you think about it, there is no other game they have under their belt. It's just Call of Duty. They lost. They lost. They lost Bungie. Yeah, they lost Bungie. Bungie left, yeah. and they took. I'm su- I'm surprised he still took De- yeah, Destiny with yeah. them, like because Activision could have probably kept that, but that. Bungie's gone yeah. from Activision, and they did well with Modern Warfare. Yeah. But if Vietnam doesn't do well, what do they got? Because they only have they they need to start making new IPs. Yeah, because they have little studios making other games, but that's not you get me. They're not big names. You get me. We're, you know, EA has all these other big games. You get me under their belt. But Festa has you know has Doom and all this stuff on the side. You know, and. Even like Rockstar, you get me? They got some names under their belt. Yeah. And you know, City Project's about to get some names under their belt too. But what does Activision have? You know, they just have the one year game every year that they're just going to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like they were finally going down, but then they brought it back up again. You get me? But how long can they keep this up? You know, this up up and downhill. You know? Hopefully, they can keep it long enough until they come up with a new IP. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Speed of IPs. We got to get to the main story, which is... And I know you're the biggest fan here. I mean, I like it. I like the story. I like where it goes. But you're you're the hardcore fan here. Yeah. You are me when it comes to Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> or Ghost of Tsushima. The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, really have- Delayed and then released window, but then they got leaked that... I mean, have you looked into the leaks? No, no, no. Okay. Spoil. I don't want good. to be spoiled. Good, good, because I don't, I don't think I would want you to no. spoil it. No. <laughs> if you spoil the game right now, if you're like, oh man, I hate that, I'd be like, dude, we're we're done with this yeah, podcast. Man. No, I don't want to do that either, man. Okay, but the Last of Us, it's been a roller coaster, especially for you, hardcore fan. Yeah. What's up with that, dude? How are you feeling about that? It's just like, man, like I, w- I was cool with them delaying it, but no date. I was like, you know, take your time, take your time, you know. Like hearing stuff that was going on behind the scenes, you know how they were having trouble doing some things. I was like, well, crunch you know, hours and yeah, and just developing it. It's like, yeah, just take your time. Like I, I, that's the thing I don't like about 
you know, development and, you know, and the, you know, the business part of it that they have to push it, you know. But if they know it's something ain't a hundred, you know, why release it anyways, you know, and then say fix it down the line, you know. Sometimes that hurts the game in in general for, for like, it's never really going to get back. It's, you know, it's, it's never always going to be a hundred percent anymore. You, you know, like, like Anthem, you get me like... Even if that next big DLC comes out, I forgot about Anthem. <laughs> yeah. you get I, we were talking about, we were having a conversation about EA. We, yeah. I completely forgot about Anthem. Yeah, and none of us are Anthem players yeah, because that's, of that's, the, that's the problem. That's the, <laughs> that's the problem with Anthem. Yeah. We're not gonna get into it because yeah. that's that's a story for another day, I guess. Yeah, I don't, but I don't, I don't, yeah, nothing bad about it, you know. Just, but if you get me, that's that's what yeah. happens if you push a game out. Yeah, you push it too much. You push man. it and like you have nothing, you know. Like you, you say you're gonna fix it, but then you can't even fix it, you know. And I feel with Last of Us is like if they need, you know, like to fix something, then or it needs more time in the oven, bake it, you know. Don't don't push it. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we want the game to be what we wanted. You know, what you guys promised too. You get me. You guys have your goals and stuff like what you want the game to to tell us. You know what you want from the game. You know that. You know we're we're patient. We can wait. We can wait for the game to come out. You get me. Like especially if, with if all people, this going if on. If players waited so long for Final Fantasy VII remake, yeah, so long. I'm sure you guys could wait as long, if not a bit longer. Yeah. But so, yeah, they it, no indefinite, and then out of nowhere, uh, it was released in in June. Yeah. Which kind of sucks for me now, because now I have to wait two more weeks for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, man. <laughs> so this, but it leaked. They, they leaked it, yeah, man. That's... I think I think that's one of the reasons why they're trying to push it. Because they just announced that they, they know who did it. And they're saying it wasn't an employee. But we don't know because they don't want to say names or anything. That's good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we don't know if they're just trying to, like, you know, just cover tracks or, you know, try to cover some of this bad blood between the developers. You know, about the, you know, how they're saying something about the pay and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of people leaving, you know. It's just, I guess they're just trying to cover it up, you know. They don't want no bad publicity as this game comes out, you know. No, you you, you want publicity. I mean, you want publicity, but yeah. I don't I think this is bad publicity. But I feel like, in a way, it does kind of motivate you to go out and get it, right? And so many people worked on it the amount of hours. Yeah. At least it's worked. Working with the with the guy, man, right? Yeah, there was a lot of people that worked on it. They came out saying that yeah, it's a really good game, but they feel like like they just put in too much work. Like they feel like they they probably didn't have to put in that much work for the games to still be that good. Like I think they're saying that they just they just pushed them to, a little too much. That's kind of what one of this person that was working with them said. And I feel like you know if the game's already really good, you get me. <laughs> it's like. Why are you pushing people too much? You get me? Because the game already looks good. You get me? The, the demo they showed. You get me? It already looks pretty good. You know? So I don't know what's it happening. Looks, it looks better than real life. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a saying. Yeah, it's yeah. a saying. Yeah. No, but look, dude. It, it looks It looks great. It yeah. sounds great. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, that one, the video of that girl getting strangled and and her son shows up out of nowhere or something. Um it's like late night. I mean, it, it just, it looks brutal. And then, of course, they're also, you know, out there, you know, you know, presenting the LGBT community, which is cool. I, I, I always say that's fine, man. That's cool. When it fits the story, that's cool. You get me? But yeah. it it looks cool. I just hate that they leaked it. And I feel like some of you guys, some of the, the Last of Us fans, 
can't Google the game because, you know, you might get spoiled. They might spoil the game, you yeah. know? Well, for me, that's, I always stay away from any news. Like, to yeah. me, I want the game to feel, like, new, like, fresh. Like, I don't want to know that, oh, i already seen this little clip or something like that. So I always try to stay away a little bit away from, like, even some little leaks or, like, some news, some rumors. Like, for me, I want the game just to be, I want to go in, like, like with nothing, you know, in my mind. I want to go in, like, blind to everything. You know, I want everything to just feel like a fresh game, you get me? You know, back in the day, we didn't have none of that. You get me? We weren't able just to look up something and be like, oh, this game, you know, it's going to be good, or here's a leak of it. Yeah, you know? we, had, we literally had to wait for E3. Yeah, we had to wait for something or reviews, you know, those magazines. You yeah, I, I I had some. I remember um, I remember my 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 teacher, her son, used to have get gaming for her magazines. Yeah. And the magazines he wouldn't read or he wouldn't want anymore, she would give them to me. So I knew about, like, I knew about a game that's like the new Army of Two I knew that it was coming, the, the second Army of Two game, when everybody already else knew about it. I had the magazine a month early, you get me? So people a month early already knew about the man, and then I found out a month late. Yeah. But do you think The Last of Us has been, do you think the the time from one and two, do you think that's enough time? you think it took too long to come up with the second one? What's your opinion? I feel like it's good, you get me? I feel like they, they're putting in a lot of work into this game, yeah. and... You know, like, it's just, like, Uncharted 4, you get me? Like, that's their... They ended that IP, you get me? So this is a new one. Ah, that one and hurts. We, yeah. <laughs> that one hurts. I love that one. And we don't know how many lassos we're going to get, you get me? So I just feel like, you know, like, let's just keep it going until, you know, they keep releasing more IPs or unless we get another, you know, Jack and Dexter or something like that. I want that Jack and Dexter, man. Yeah. I, I keep... Oh, I keep asking Sucker Punch. Jackson, Jack and Dexter, come on, isn't it? And they never really like, you know that 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 to me right there is just like come on, yeah. Give it another chance, and then they do an, uh, ran, another ranch and clank, and I'm still on the sideline over there. Like, what about Jack and Daxter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what about that? But the last, do you think it's gonna come for to PS Five? I say that could be another reason they delayed it. I think they're trying to enhance it to the next gen because it just I feel like. The next gen announcement just came out of nowhere. You get me? Yeah, it was hyped up and everything, but for it to just drop quickly like this year at the end of it, you get me just like that, and then you get me all these games just starting to get delayed. I feel like some of these developers are probably trying to push the enhanced version more than the gen we have right now. I think they're trying to really make the next gen look good with a lot of games on it. You know, they're already saying like hundred plus games are gonna be on PS Five. You know, that could be a lot of those games could be a like enhanced or just a basic game but I feel like they're really gonna try to make the next gens look really good they're gonna really show us a lot of stuff compared to PS4 and Xbox One where like it was kinda you know kinda dead in the beginning and it just built up from there but here you know we're getting games all these developers you get me Assassin's Creed Valhalla over here coming in saying that's gonna be a next gen game you get me PlayStation already teased another was it 2K or Soccer Punch this is 2K, huh? Another next-gen game right there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we don't know what EA's trying to put on there, you know, or Bethesda's trying to put Starfield. You know, all these developers are really trying to push it. I, I think EA is kind of dead this year. I think, but... I think, but... He, okay, here's the thing. So, sticking with sticking with uh, with with The Last of Us Part Two because... So, Summer Game Fest is coming, right? Yeah. 
it's 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 gonna be four months. As far as I know, fucking summer has three months, but apparently it's four months. <laughs> fucking Jeff Keeley's like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do four months. Summer is four months, so and this dude has has, has it's pretty clever. Apparently summer game fest is gonna be is phase one. And check this out. Phase one has PlayStation on it and Warner Bros. Do you think we'll see The Last of Us like during it. that Summer Game Fest? When, when is this? Well, it's supposed to be this month. I, 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 I signed up for it to get informed on what's going on. Oh, okay. Because it's my job, you yeah. know? It's, it's, it's the gig I, I decided to take. Um, but there is images where you can find Phase 1 and PlayStation's on there. So is Warner Bros. So I'm kind of thinking there might be another Arkham game coming. Yeah. It has been heavily teased, but there hasn't been anything. But that's a topic for another day. We're yeah. not going to get into that. Do you think we'll see The Last of Us? Do you think we'll see more of The Last of Us Part 2 yeah. in Summer Game Fest? Well, I feel like if they are, you know, they're probably going to try to clear out some of the air that, like, and all these rumors and all this stuff. I feel like maybe, you know, they're going to maybe have to go, you know, talk about the game and say, like, all this stuff, you know, maybe publicly apologize for the leaks and all this stuff, you know, for all those people that, you know, sadly did watch some of those leaks and, you know, it's kind of ruined for them, you know. I feel like what Last of Us is right now, it, it's just pretty bad. And I feel like it, it could be a yes or a maybe, you know, just depending on, like, because of the situation, it's hard to tell if they're going to either go, you know, to apologize to people or, you know, you know, something, you know. But at the same time, I feel like maybe like too much has already been released to get me, and they're probably just trying to keep it as, you know, blind for everybody so they can go into the game feeling like nothing's been spoiled nothing has more been said you know everything's just good you know here's your full game there's nothing being spoiled anymore you know you know before it comes out you know because they just really just pushed june out of nowhere you get me they didn't say like they just said nothing at first and now june i'm so salty about that (laughs) i think everybody knows why i'm so salty about that i'm so salty and i'm not salty yet the last of us i think it's gonna do great but I'm just salty because <laughs> it's not my fault you guys got leaked and they yeah. had to push my game, the game I'm excited for back, you know? Yeah. But I, I think it does suck that, you know, people were informed on that. And and then they, you know, the game was spoiled for them. And it, it, it does suck. You know, I don't think any game should get spoiled for it. Hell, we t- we talked about Jedi Fallen Order and I, I could have said so much about it. It's been this long. But, yeah. I, you know, I was like, hey, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. But... That's that's the thing, dude. Like, Last of Us, it's just it, a big game. Has you know, this is a big game that people have been waiting for, and it's been teased, you know, in good ways and everything. People are hyped for this game, the next chapter in Ellie's life, and for it just to kind of get spoiled a little bit, you know, Man. it's just it has to hurt. Some You're people. asking for chaos. Yeah, at that yeah, point. yeah, yeah. It's just the story. It's like. Neil Duckman and them, you know, they're making a, you know, they make good. The, the last game was really good. You know, the story, you know, so people are waiting for this next story, and you know, every little bit can count in this kind of game. You get me? Any little bit can be like, oh, I remember that part, you know. So I feel like for Last of Us, a story part being leaked, you know, it's really it hurts a lot of people because it can be kind of like it could be a really really core moment in the game where the game starts changing or. It's telling a big part of the story, you know. This is all about story, the big moments, you get me? And one got spoiled, you get me? That that really does, like, spoil the whole fucking cake right there. So, because, look, I'm not the biggest Last of Us yeah. fan. I mean, I don't hate it. I, I like what they did. I, I love the game all around. 
I think it's a great story. It's an awesome. But I know how those fans feel because yeah. a certain person you and I know who shall remain nameless tried to fucking spoil Infinity War for me. Mm-hmm. He, that person shall remain nameless. Yeah. So I know how they must have felt. Good thing I managed to avoid it. But man, did I dump the sauce on him once I saw the movie and he had it. I dumped the entire sauce on him. Yeah. But I feel it, man. I, I think it sucks when you've been... <laughs> you've, you've waited so long for something so exciting just to get it. Just to get kicked in the nuts yeah. and have it all spoiled. I, I think that sucks, man. But here's the good thing about this. You guys got a release date. Yeah. You guys know when it's coming. It's Naughty Dog. So yeah. there, it's not like it's it, and it's not like it's a bad studio. It's a great studio. Yeah, I think it's one of Sony's flagships. You know, mm-hmm. it's gonna be good. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, how the story will end and how the story will go, I think that's up to the player. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about it? But I like this. I, I like where it's going. I I like what it, what uh what I'm seeing. I'm sure you love what you're seeing. Yeah, I love the shot of Ellie riding the horse and you see the skyscrapers. Yeah, and they're just demolished. You know, I like that. But The Last of Us Part 2 got leaked. So if you are trying to get information on The Last of Us, I try, I'd try. be very careful on Google. I'd be very careful on Google what you look at and what you search for because the game will get spoiled for you. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, think, uh, I think that's all the topics we have for today, dude. Yeah. I think we hit everything. Yeah. But I'm just happy that Last of Us is finally coming out because, you know, with all this that's going on, you know, they don't have to worry about that stuff, you know. And yeah. All they have to worry about is the next good game they're going to maybe release, you know. And, you know, I'm happy for them that they're finally re- releasing it and don't have to worry about anybody spoiling it for people and yeah. all this stuff, you know. It's a good thing they chose this month coming up because we don't know if, like, next couple of weeks or something, somebody else is going to do something, you know? Like, yeah. at this point, it just feels like it ain't secured, you know? And we don't know what's going on, you know, in the background and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. I, I think uh, well, I think 2020 is looking pretty promising for games. We have The Last of Us that's coming up. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. I'm hyped for that. Cyberpunk 2077. I'm super hyped for that one. That's, like, my diamond right there and then we also have um what was the other one there was another one uh, on my, my my mind is is uh, not working right now um we have that and then we you know the, the ghost of shima cyberpunk um yeah i think that's it then yeah so we do have some is there any other games we're missing that's what i'm thinking yeah, well, there's. I'm sure there's like hundred yeah, games. Some other games. Some yeah, I'm sure there's like other games that you guys are excited for and and stuff. But Louis uh, Chicken, we're. Uh, that's it, man. Yeah, it's those are those are our main stories, dude. I I really do hope Valhalla does great. Yeah, I'm curious what EA is gonna do. Yeah, me too. Call of Duty, um, whether it's Vietnam, whether it's Black Ops Five, whether it's Black Ops Remaster, Re, you know, Fresh Take, you know, whatever. Yeah. I hope I hope it do it does as well as it did with Modern Warfare, and The Last of Us Part Two, man. I hope it uh, yeah, man, I hope it, it delivers. Gonna that's gonna do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna do it, man. Um, well, hey, man, dude, we we gotta do this again, Luis, uh, Chicken. Yeah. We gotta do this again. We gotta uh, we're we're gonna have to redo do another podcast soon. Soon we'll we'll be have another one, but uh, 
Thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, um, no, do you want to, you know, anything you want to tell people? Any listeners or anything you want to oh, tell? Oh, nothing this time, man. Just saying, just be ready for the next one, man, because we're going to be talking about more topics, more gaming stuff. We're going all out in the next one. And if you guys have, if you guys want to want to follow us on social media, you guys could always follow us on Instagram at what the pop at Instagram. And that's W-H-A-T-T-H-A-P-O-P. Or if you guys want to come in contact with me and send me a direct message, whether it's feedback, whether I got some information wrong or something, and you guys want to lecture me, if you guys want to yell at me or something, that's fine. You guys can also uh, add me or follow me or message me at Instagram at prod.94. That's prod at prod.94. And if you guys also want to reach me out on Twitter, it's at p underscore rod5. But that's about it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, be safe out there. Stay positive. You know, you know, just, you know, just wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Wash your hands. Do all that good stuff, man. Uh, you know, all that stuff is important. Uh, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have an awesome day. And uh, thank you.